stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. 770 CHQR. I am Zach. Um, yeah, so just going to wrap up this conversation about the statues very quickly. Um, people tend to forget text message that before Europeans came here, land was filled with warfare. I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to go this. The entire world has been filled with warfare since the beginning of time. There has been a long list of nasty things that have happened since the beginning of time all over the world in all sorts of cultures. So let's use that as the foundation. Quickly, Jess, you're going to get the final word here. Alrighty, yeah. Um, gotta say, when I was in Germany there a year and a half ago, I went to the uh, Trial Museum uh, for the Third Reich, mm-hmm. took a look at that, and uh, I really like what they did there. Is that instead of actually just tearing everything down, they did put it into a museum, real big fan of that, and they talked about what they did wrong, and they acknowledged that. It's like a two-day experience to be able to take in everything that's in there between the five stories. Can I just you clarify one thing that you said there, yeah. Jess? You said, I really like what they did there. Um, can you clarify that you really like what they did by building the museum and treating it that way? Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So what they did with the museum is that it starts off the first two levels. You really see like, uh, like uh, the shellac, the enamor of the, uh, of the propaganda that they started off with. And by the time you get up to the fifth story, like you're stooped over and you're seeing the actual horrors of what, the, uh, of what that was doing. So instead of just trying to gloss it over, tear it down the past, and where... But we're, lo- we're losing you. Yeah, we're losing you, Jess. So I'm going to have to let that go. I think why I get what you, sorry, Jess, to, to hang up there, but we lost the cell signal. Um, yeah, put it in a place. That's what Nikki uh, Reitmeyer did say. If you want to check out her podcast, uh, maybe there's a good place that this cannot be forgotten. I, it should not be forgotten. I'm not quite sure it should be taken away, though, because it's it happened. It all happened. And if we don't have the contrast of where we were and where we are, and I'm pretty sure people are going to lack back, look back at our lives today and go, can you believe this happened? This is why podcast with Nikki Reitmeyer. She's out of our office in Vancouver. So we're going to leave that uh, conversation behind, partly because I think you're really going to love this conversation. Up in Edmonton, uh, there is a conference going on, and it's a flat earth conference about why the earth is flat and why we need to start rethinking the way we look at the earth. And um, when I set this up, I thought, crazy, learned a little bit. And uh, then I wanted to introduce you to Robbie's perspective, uh, just so you can hear uh, why this conference is happening in Edmonton. Uh, Robbie, you are from Edmonton, correct? I am, correct. And that's where the conference is going on, West Edmonton Mall. Yeah, correct. Uh, We're on our second day, and uh, it was amazing to be able to bring the Canadian conference to my home city, but the first one I did was last year in Raleigh, North Carolina, which was the first flat earth national conference um, in the world. So it was uh, amazing to make history there and also making history now in Canada. So who, I'm going to ask you some questions in a bit about what is the flat earth theory, because I'm I'm curious as to what that is. I really don't know. But who comes to the conference? Is Is it a conference wrapped around other flat earth believers that you guys just kind of go over all of your evidence together or do you invite people who have no idea who want to learn which way does that go uh, again everybody was welcome there are people that are kind of curious i see that flat earth really in those terms is more about just really questioning the you know the authorities or just the um, established views of society so really i think for some people it comes down to really the shape's not important we, we go so far as to say we really don't know but i think we all are in agreement when it comes to what we think it's not so um you know that's our big thing and we are in no way at all affiliated with the flat earth society and like i said i find it really peculiar 
that they've been around for so long, and yet they've never done a conference. It took a guy from Edmonton, Alberta, to do the first Flat Earth conference. What's going on? But we get, we actually, would I would say that everyone here would laugh at the Flat Earth Society probably as much as most of you are laughing at this topic right now. Well, I think that's that's kind of interesting, right, how everyone's perspective creates that. Robbie, before we continue, just for one second here, can you move closer to a window by chance? Because the phone breaks up just a little bit. And I want to make sure that we can hear you clearly. Sure. Here, I'll just move over here. So... For everyone who has no idea, what I've learned from this is it is a bit of a misnomer in that sort of the flat earth conferences um, is not necessarily just about a, a, a flat plate of a planet, but it really is the fabric of the society as, as it functions for us today. So help us understand what is flat earth. Um, well, what is flat Earth? It's basically going completely polar opposite to what we've been taught. We've been taught that we're, you know, flying around, moving. Uh, where flat Earth would say, no, we're stationary and still the Earth doesn't move. Well, we would we would agree that everything we see in the sky is moving, uh, and that's kind of you know using our senses. This is the way that the world is perceived. Um, the fact that you know no one's ever felt the movement of the Earth yet we're told we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour at the equator. Again, it starts there. But then we find out, well, where did they come up with it? Where's the scientific proof, you know, to prove conclusively that, you know, we are, you know, curvature rates of eight inches per mile squared. Well, when you go out and do the scientific method from Earth and you try to apply the scientific method, you have a very hard time doing it. For example, all the experiments to prove the movement of the Earth throughout history up to present day have all failed. The reason why they created the theory of relativity is because they didn't like the results because they were wanting to establish the movement and it didn't come. So it's just a very interesting thing to think about. And I say to people all the time, if someone can actually do this, it's repeatable, you know, it's observable, it's found right under the scientific method, they'll be incredibly famous because to date they haven't. Pictures and videos and consensus is not scientific proof of anything. Okay, so we take it from the perspective of the earth is round because I was told it was round. I have never been outside of the atmosphere. I've never seen that it's round. So that's sure. that part I get because that's just something I was told. I get that part. What about some of the things that we see regularly or that we're told? For example, the sunrise and sunset. Sure. I mean, I, I, again, here it comes down. I'm going to give you a good, really, you know, a good example. Um, there was a guy that went out, um, and they said the guy went to Saskatchewan. I was four weeks ago to prove that Earth is a globe. And he used the Aristophanes experiment based on the two pegs. But what's interesting about that is even Neil deGrasse Tyson has come out and said, you know, everyone's running with this, but actually, if the sun hypothetically was closer and smaller, the same shadows would appear. So it's just interesting that they'll run with something and say, oh, that's proof. It's not proof of anything. Yes, it will prove a ball. But hypothetically, if the sun is closer and smaller, like we suggest, the same shadows occur. What about the moon then? What about the moon? Well, the fact that the moon moves in the sky, and if we understand it, we've been told that it affects the tides. Sure. Again, I mean, getting into technical, if you're interested, all you need to do is type in tides, flat earth, and you'll find some incredibly in-depth explanations on certain things that will really kind of question the official narrative. Um, so, again, it's about other opinions, it's other views, it's saying, look, Science should never be settled. It should always be encouraged to ask questions, to challenge it, to do better. We've come to a point in society where it's frowned upon. This topic is so frowned upon that if you even say that you're looking into it, mark my words, you even having a discussion with me, people are going to be upset. 
why would you give him a platform? This is the type of hate that is coming to this community. I've never seen anything like it in my life. There are flat earthers here that for the longest time they say, look, I'm not a flat earther. I don't want to look into it. They were railed against, I mean, everyone, family members, you know, people, all sorts. It's just unbelievable to me what's going on. Even if you say, hey, I just want to look into it, you'll get the same reaction as if you just come out and say, I'm a believer. Well, I don't, I, I, I like the idea that the earth is round. I was told that, that's for sure. And I do come to it from the perspective of these are the things I told, I was told. And these are the things that I, you know, I don't even know that I don't even know. This takes you me to two places. You brought up a good point, though. And I'll, I'll give you one, one example. Quickly, please. We believe it's round as well. Mm-hmm. Round like a penny. Round, do you understand that a pizza or a penny is round as well? So when they say, uh, of course it's round, it's not flat, dummies. Yeah, you're right. It's mm-hmm. round, but it's not. It, it can still be flat. So again, the terminology needs to change a little bit because when you're writing articles, and say these guys don't believe the earth is round. Yes, we do. We believe the earth is round, like a penny or a pancake. Interesting. Okay, so there's the Truman Show and there's the Matrix, and that's where I go with this. Is that is that what you're alleging? Is that the world has been sort of manufactured and fabricated for us to live in and not perceive? I would say I would say that uh, the way I hold the view is that our world was created in a very specific, intelligent way. That everything that we see has been designed for us, like a guest Truman show. I think there is a lot of evidence to support the fact. But when you start ripping away your senses and understanding, what do you get? You get a very kind of void of nothing exploded and created everything. How scientific is it and how much can you replicate that nothing created everything? You can't. But the official scientific narrative is that nothing exploded and created everything 5.4 billion years ago. Fine. You can believe that. I'm not saying you don't have to. But you're teaching children it's scientific fact. This is wrong when you're forcing this upon people and you're failing them if you don't answer right. It is not proven science. Well, you take me back to my conversation that I always have about words and language, Robbie, is that when you're talking about the flat earth idea and changing our language, that takes me to three places. That takes me to the difference between the truth, which is my perception of something that happened. There are facts, which are widely accepted agreements about something that happened. And then there's accuracy, which is the discovery, world of discovery to find out what actually happened. And so that's the part where I find this really, really curious. I have a lot more of uh, learning and talking to Robbie to do before I buy into this, bud. But I, I want to just tell you that I admire the sense of discovery that you're going after, regardless if it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's certainly interesting uh, for a conversation to just go from a place of nothing, which I think we as humans do much better when we go from a place of nothing, um, and then go into a world of, well, what about this? And... Um, mm-hmm. What ifs or buts. So what's your website, Robbie, as we move on? What's your website so everyone can go? If they're curious to challenge, um, am I living in the matrix? What, um, wh- where do I they mean, go? My, my website, I, I go on YouTube and also the website Celebrate Truth. So if you just type, you Google Celebrate Truth, you'll find all of my documentaries, videos on YouTube, as well as you go to CelebrateTruth.org. Um, you know, you'll find other information there. But again, if you're looking for the conference, type information it's just fe2018.com all right it's the flat earth international conference going on this weekend up in edmonton robbie davidson is the conference organizer thanks for taking the time robbie and i'm going to acknowledge one thing uh because you've been uh really taken to the cleaners by a lot of different media outlets and uh still standing in the face of the media and this conversation for everyone in our community i just appreciate that that takes courage thanks man well, I, I definitely, you know, appreciate you. And again, I know that not everything's going to be perfect. And I mean, we're not in a perfect world, but I do appreciate when people just kind of look at it a different way and start reporting, you know, things just like maybe shifting off the fact of the round. These guys believe it's round too. So let's stop saying they don't believe it's round. They do. 
round things don't have to be spheres or balls. I think stuff like this is just a good discussion to have, and I think you have a good outlook. And uh, um, I'm always impressed talking to people that just are looking to kind of you know go against maybe what all the media outlets are doing. I'm going to do something a little different. Maybe there's some commonalities there after all. That's Robbie, Robbie Davidson. He's um, with the the flat earth uh flat earth convention event organizer that is going up in edmonton try to get that convention that's right afternoons with rob breckenridge starting at 12 30 on news talk 770 calgary